You're listening to Cosplay Bites, the podcast that takes a closer look at the world of cosplay, conventions, and all the nerdy bits and bites. Brought to you by the Lightning Palace and proudly sponsored by Anchor. Join me as I discuss a variety of topics and conventions alongside the joy of bringing your favorite characters to life. All right, so I'm here for another episode of Cosplay Bites, and this time around, uh, we're going to keep having April be a strong month despite all the craziness going. So uh, for this episode, uh, I have with me the incredibly sweet and lovely uh, Chrissy Victory. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? In this lockdown of craziness. I'm going crazy, (laughs) playing a lot of video games, and trying to not be so tired. (laughs) Animal Crossing really is the wave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. And I've been um, playing Persona 5 Royal um, because, unfortunately, uh, Amazon delayed my copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, Well, only slightly. I mean, I was... So, long story short, um, one of the photographers that you know and I know, uh, David No, um... I guess Amazon had like a coupon for the deluxe edition to the game, like not long after it got released or not released announced. So I was able to get the thing for like 50 bucks. And then with free shipping, it was going to show up a week after the game came out. So I figured, you know what? I increased the shipping to make it so that it would show up on release day. But then (laughs) Because of the crazy virus, um, Amazon said that it would be delayed until this coming Tuesday. So, eh. All that extra shipping for nothing. Yeah, that's a lot. Her mail has been, like, really hard to get lately. Like, mail has been quite an issue. I haven't gotten two things in the mail since. And it's supposed to have been here. Oh, boy. So, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Animal Crossing and Persona 5, those are keeping me sane while I anxiously wait. Because then Final Fantasy is going to take all my priority, all my attention. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, yeah. That's like a big thing right now. Yeah. Everyone's tweeting about it. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, I don't have my copy yet. Why? <laughs> It's torture. Uh, okay, yeah, slight off-topic tangent, but uh, hey, welcome to the show. Um, this episode, uh, we're going to talk about uh, OnlyFans and its rapid rise in platform, but we're also going to talk with Chrissy here and get to know her a little more. So first off, um, shout out to my patrons over on my Patreon. We have uh, Coralia Jade, Katyuska Moonfox, Kendall... Mink the Seder, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, Oh My Sophie, and Shaylin. And I also announced that due to me feeling burnout <laughs> with all the crazy stuff going on, um, I'm taking another uh, hiatus off of my blog, Lightning Palace. So for now, uh, you can look at uh, posts such as um, Struck First write-ups on Azura Cosplay and her Safi Jiva from Monster Hunter. 
I've got the ever so lovely Falafel cosplays in her Calamity Ganon from Capsucon, as well as uh, Tough Tink as Rainbow Road Peach, and my impressions on the Bravely Default 2 demo that dropped a couple weeks back. And with that being said, that takes care of administration stuff. So um, before I let you talk about yourself for a little bit, um, for what I could gather from your Facebook page, Chrissy over here, uh, total sweetheart, first of all. And Thank you. she. <laughs> <laughs> Some welcome. people will say otherwise. It depends on who you talk to, but it's whatever. I do. I'm very outspoken. Right. Okay, outspoken. Uh, <laughs> from what I could gather, you are based in Michigan. Is that okay to say? What'd you say? You're based in Michigan? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cosplaying. Definitely. You were it's cosplaying in 2012. Yep. Uh, I've got, you're a theater major and notable outfits that you've done in my eyes actually have been your uh female uh finn from star wars you've done nezuko from demon slayer uh, i love demon slayer so yeah. much i've rewatched it and i just fell back in love it's so oh. good <laughs> <laughs> i'm not really an anime person so I actually just stopped watching My Hero Academia solely because uh, I guess my uh, <laughs> I guess my ad blocker is not working on Crunchyroll anymore, so I'm just like, oh, crying out loud. Um, anyways, uh, other outfits you've done: Two uh, B, Raven, yep. Lukoa, Umbreon, yeah. and Tifa, and yeah, so um. Before we dive into OnlyFans, which you're a creator on, um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your like cosplay history or cosplay adventures? So, like, you started in 2012. Um, was it because like you went to your first con ever that you wanted to get into it, or um, how I got into cosplay? Right. Um, a college friend, basically, she was, she was doing cosplay and for like, like for fun. And I didn't know anything about it. I just love Halloween. and I love the idea of dressing up as your favorite character. Yep. And I um really like I went with her because she told me to come. And I just loved it so much. It was such a beautiful experience. And I just got really addicted and I kept going to events and kept dressing up and getting to know people in the community. Right. That's good. So um, what was your first cosplay when you went to your convention? I had Panty from Panty and Stocking. Okay. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> the wig, the dress, it was horrible. But everybody's first isn't perfect. Absolutely. I was just gonna add that, like you know, everyone everyone starts somewhere. My nightwing was hideous. Like I didn't realize when I first put on the wig, it was all smoothed out and like this feels weird. And then like I didn't do it until my first convention where I realized, oh, this thing has a wig cap on. That's why it's so smooth and all nice and kept together. 
and then like the emblem with like just red shirt fabric like cut up from a shirt all hot glued onto a black shirt it was ay 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 a crazy mess um let's see do you have well okay so have you been like an um quote unquote like uh, into gaming nerdy stuff like since you were little or um i've always liked video games and anime growing up and my brother would put me on like video games and stuff so i always had an awareness of stuff like this i just never knew how to get into the cosplay or anything like that until right a friend of mine was doing it I was like hey just try it out because i didn't really know about anime conventions i just i didn't even know it was an idea of people dressing up throughout um throughout the year like it was so bigger than what i anticipated but um it definitely starts with looking up like anime conventions and stuff and i the minute i went to one I, it led me to knowing about other ones so it got yeah. me more aware when i was in it right <laughs> yeah that's interesting <laughs> um what was your i didn't your... think i'd be this addicted honestly you'd be this so like what do you <laughs> do you have like dozens of outfits you're working on right now and you just like get distracted when every time you see a new character it's like oh she's cute i'll do her wait i have like 30 outfits that need to get done what am i i don't care are you that always kind of... always always <laughs> i would like there'd be so many i want to do and then i would forget about other ones i wanted to do and it'd just be like too much so yeah. it was pretty intense like i would literally say i want to do this and this and then i would end up forgetting about it so now i just have like a backlog of so many costumes and things i wanted to do right i'm trying to get through my backlog but then i keep adding on more stuff and i think that's just like a common cosplayer problem yeah but um i just kind of take it a little steps at a time like i'll if i'm very passionate about something i'll just do it and if I'm upset that I have so much backlog, I'll try to like fit it into a con schedule. But a lot of, of course, a lot of the stuff got backed up since Corona hit. So all my plans and travel plans and collabs kind of got delayed. Oh, that's not Hopefully. a good, that's not a fun feeling. Yeah. I mean, I know that when this is over, that would be the first thing I do. And, all the people I've worked want to work with, we've already talked about it, and it's just kind of like the waiting game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well I make mean, sure that we're all safe first. Absolutely, and I mean, yeah, with every, with a bunch of plans getting canceled, I mean, at least you have <laughs> more time to work on your massive backlog if you want to. I want to, but I'm so lazy. <laughs> like, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to make a bunch of TikToks. I'm going to do all this stuff. And then I'm like, well, Animal Crossing sounds a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've just been so much gaming, especially over the weekend when I don't have work or other responsibilities I got to work on. So, oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Um, ba, ba, ba. 
What con would your first convention? Um, Yomacon. I'm okay. a Michigan girl, so that was my first. I never went out of state um, until probably my first year official. No, maybe like, okay. Yomacon's in October, November. So my first out of state was in February for Katsukan. Okay. Everybody was talking about it. And I was like, I have to go. It was so overwhelming because the people there were kind of bitchy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'd be like, what would I say? I would be like, oh, hey, I, we have the same outfit. We're twins. And a girl would be like rolling her eyes and walk away. And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but like I learned the hard way. That's just kind of how it is. Cosplay, you're always going to have drama. You're always going to have people who say you're wrong. You're always going to have people who say you're right. Like, it's, no one's ever truly going to have a situation where you're scot-free in cosplay. And that's just how it is. And you just kind of have to accept it. And I'm kind of the yeah. veteran in that. I've been in so much drama since I first started. And it's just kind of like, I'm sure some of it was me. Some of it was other people. And that's fine. But it's just kind of like... You have to just keep going. And that's what I learned. So many people have quit or like took in so many distances because of the, the negativity and the drama with it. But I just, I have to just keep pushing through because I'm not going to let yeah. something stop me from doing what I want to do. Absolutely. No one can stop me from doing what I want to do. I don't care if I'm wrong in the situation. I don't care if I'm right. <laughs> You just kind of have to take it as a learning lesson. You got to keep going. Learn from your mistakes and, and keep going. Yeah, you don't you don't want to let the naysayers like win, so to speak, and making and like pushing you out of the community and stuff like that. So, okay. So on to the main topic of discussion. Uh, we were actually talking about this earlier before we got started over on Twitter, and then I was just like, okay, okay. Let's save, save it for the episode. So, uh, I've mentioned this countless times before, even wrote about it on my blog, but for those who are unaware, um, OnlyFans has been a rising platform for cosplayers and content creators. Um, the gist of it is, it's basically a more risque, sexually active uh, Instagram, so to speak. And... Um, I've noticed a couple of cosplayers have made it completely free with only including certain posts that are paid, but then others will require you to pay in order to view the feed. And I believe that's what you have, correct? Wait, sorry, can you repeat that? Sure. It kind of cut out for a second. Oh, no, it cut out? Ugh. Just so, a little bit, sorry. That's okay, that's all right. Um... So, you know, a more more risque platform like Instagram, um, some cosplayers, um, they have it completely free with certain posts um, being you got to pay for. And in this case, like the paid post will include like several images instead of like the one shot that they have for free. But then others will have it so that you have to pay up in advance, almost like Patreon in order to view the entire feed, like including like a backlog of all past posts from who knows how long ago. And Are you talking about OnlyFans? Yeah. Oh, well, I kind of always switch it up like because of 
the lockdown. I've done the free and I've done the paid. I feel safer doing paid when it comes down to like posting like more risque nudity on my feed. I'll I'll like post more when it's more like pay for my pay before my feet. But um when it's free I usually kind of chill out and I kind right. of like post more lewd. So it I kind of flip flop. I know some people have even made OnlyFans where they have one full free and the other one's like just paid and it's all like they're more risque content. And yeah, they got two accounts. Yeah. That's amazing multitasking and I respect anyone who does that because that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um I thought about it, but I'm kind of a procrastinator lately, so I don't think I could do that. So I try to just flip-flop between, like, if I don't feel comfortable having something free for a while, I'll, like, delete the post or archive it for a little bit. But um, I'm definitely a flip-flopper. Because sometimes when I have it free for a long time, I'll get a lot of people who are trying to, like, take notes of my what I'm posting, which is really weird, or just... They're there to just try to just leak all your content, or oh, yeah. they're like asking a lot for from you, even though it's free. They're like asking so much from you, and then they're they, if you like give them a price for something custom, they think it's absurd that you're giving them a price. So that kind of annoys me because when people just pay for my content, I don't get that as much. I get a lot of uh, I've gotten some people who are would bitch about if I do pay per view content, but. Um, I don't get it as often, and if I do, I kind of like just block them and have them their money refunded because I don't want to deal with someone telling me how what what to do on my page and what to do with my content, especially if yeah, a lot of people are okay with it. And like, if one bad apple wants to complain about it, that's on them, they have their money back. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna lose sleep at night knowing that this person who is making me try to trying to make me feel bad for what I do, which is quite the norm for most content creators. Like I'm just not gonna sit there and tolerate that because it's my yeah. page and I'm gonna do what I wanna do on my page. Right. So you have this and a Patreon, correct? Yeah, I do. Okay, so in your opinion, I mean, at first, when we were talking about this over Twitter DMs, you said they both suck in terms of <laughs> <laughs> which is like, oh, crap, that's not how I want this to go. But, I mean, it does. I mean, I felt that, like, a lot of people were jumping on OnlyFans because Patreon had a lot of controversy and issues with um, payments not being processed because I think there was that one point where they switched um, banks to from to a foreign bank or something like that or like a bank in england and that caused like a lot of u.s payments to like get denied because of like suspicion of fraud and whatnot mm -hmm. and then it was just like a lot of uh cosplayers who specialize like in the lewd modeling um they'll have their um content restricted in terms of like not being able to search for it or being hidden i um, get that a lot yeah and then OnlyFans, um, the one complaint I've seen is that they, as a company, take a pretty hefty amount in terms of, like, your cut for the month. Um, I believe you told me they take 30%. And yeah, that's a lot. That is, that is a lot. And then overall, both of them have very bad customer service. 
which I've seen online um, with, you know, cosplayers tweeting at, like, the Patreon help and the OnlyFans support and, like, having them show their displeasure and getting such a slow response or even no response at all, which is mind-boggling to me. Um, have you had, like, that experience in, like, trying to reach out to their customer service? Patreon froze my account when I was on my way to London. I was so pissed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. I couldn't get any of my money. I was like, are you serious right now? They were saying that. They, the, the difference between, like, that, what, that is what makes OnlyFans better is because they don't really care if your titties are out on your cover photo or um, if your pose is sexual on your profile picture. They don't care. But Patreon, they forced me to change my icon because they thought it was too suggestive. And at the time, I'm sure it was just like cleavage or something. It was too suggestive and I had to like change stuff on my tears. I couldn't have certain like GIFs. I couldn't have certain pictures posted. I couldn't write certain things on my levels. Like it was, they're really, they're really like strict about what I could and could not post on my own bio and they were like we're not gonna let you have your money until you change all this stuff so oh they like suspended my account i was pissed they suspended Jeez, it for like like weeks and that that was very upsetting and frustrating but i current currently everybody has a lot of people have started disabling their patrons and just focusing on only fans the yeah. only reason i don't is because i have so many people on there Patreon still that I, I um who you know prefer sets and stuff and that's their choice so I haven't disabled mine if I had like probably like barely anyone on there then I would definitely disable it and just keep focusing on OnlyFans but right since I have like it's kind of split both ways for me I have to do both and I try to work out a system that works for me where I'll post like daily content like at like normal content kind of like um not like just photo sets content on OnlyFans and patreon i'll focus more on my like sets of the month yeah and then i'll send out all my uh sets i've done years ago like the same type of sets kind of like uh if i did like a valentine's day set so if i did three valentine's day like a different Valentine's set day set for like three years, different ones. I would take, I would send that out along with um, my current set of the month. So they're getting like 300 plus images. Yeah. Because it's all my previous work being sent out as well as my current. And if yeah. new, they just get all those photos. Right. Well. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel so. Do you think that, like, if you had posted on Patreon thinking of consisting, not the words, word, what am I looking for, solely focusing on OnlyFans, would it, do you think it would be feasible to, like, post on Patreon and, like, asking, like, hey, would any of you guys hop over to OnlyFans if I were to disable my Patreon and focus solely on OnlyFans, like, do you feel they like probably you... would? Yeah, they, they probably would, but I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. It's not for me. Right. Switch it up. I'm perfectly content with what I have going on now, unless it like all goes to shit. Which any 
anything is possible. Anything possible. In this world, then I'll definitely get rid of one and just focus on the other. But for now, I'm kind of like, I kind of spread myself a little thin with that. But I'm okay with that. That's, I mean, that works for me. Yeah, as long as you're yeah. not like overworking yourself and it's been going okay for you so far, then yeah, keep at it. So far, so good. Yeah. Because I'm definitely friends with people who have both. And we constantly talk about what do you do on yours? What do you do on yours? What do you do on yours? <laughs> so we yeah. all got like our different, our different, you know, methods. Our our vibes are, you know, we all have our different ways of how we do things. But yeah. it's nice to ask people. Yeah, I know some people that have both. Um, like they'll have the photo sets, but then they'll like. They'll take a couple of pictures and either put them as a mini set on OnlyFans or post them for free as in like a few images as like a teaser saying like if you want to see more, definitely check out my Patreon. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Everyone has their preference. I mean, I know for me, um, <coughs> I've been more on the side of going to um, OnlyFans for like a month for certain creators based on what they're doing. And um, there's only a very few where I'm still like, I would like quote unquote, treat myself to a high level tier, but I haven't been really doing that much often because uh, I got to save money. I got, I got shit going on <laughs> that requires me to save up. <laughs> um, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And I feel very fortunate in that. Like I don't, I don't think cosplayers. I imagine some do, like some, some that I probably don't know who are like more on like the bitchy side where they only care about supporters if they give them money. But like, I'm in a position where like I've formed a lot of friendships with a lot of these girls over the years where they don't give a damn if I. I mean, honestly, I feel like they would much rather me save my money. <laughs> Than spending it on them because I've already done so like countless times in the past, and I'm like seeing them at conventions and whatnot. So, yeah, that's my little mini story. <laughs> um, I, I what? It. Yeah, I laugh. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um. Anything else about OnlyFans that you want to talk about, or I, I like that OnlyFans is like you don't have to like just sell sets. It's kind of like whatever you could be in a bikini, cooking breakfast or something like that. That's pretty. I don't feel as so much pressure to do sets, but I don't like that they take thirty percent. That's like kind of bullshit. <laughs> right. So if you're that is so much money to take from someone. So if someone's tipping you, you're literally barely getting half of that. And that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I feel like you have to like push harder for people to tip you and stuff. And I feel like that is quite like a annoying for some people. I'm sure they don't like that, but it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like you kind of have no choice because they take so much from you as it is. So it, that's a little bit frustrating. I wish they would lower their percentage cost. 
Yeah. But um, and I don't get the whole the top percentage thing. I don't know what algorithm, like how that works at all. And none of us, I've asked so many fellow sex workers, and they don't know either. I'm literally like, so how does this ranking work? Like, what are they basing it off of? It's not based off of follows because I've seen people have different, like large, I can see people having large followings and the percentage is like not as low. And I've seen people who have, it's like really in between. So it doesn't go by how many followers, I mean, subscribers you have at all. I don't know what they're basing it off of at all. Maybe like how much money they're making, but yeah, it might, it might just be like a bullshit thing that they're doing to, I have no idea. Me neither, because I could get tipped a lot and my percentage wouldn't change or it would drastically. So it's really, uh, it doesn't make sense. Right. There's no like explanation. I'm A lot of people have asked and there's no, there's no explanation as to why that is. It's just yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. I was curious for a time and I don't know if that's the case anymore, but like I was starting to see like a lot of cosplayers like convert into doing OnlyFans. Like I feel I'm not sure if um cosplayer um Kenzie Logan, I don't know if she shut down her Patreon and cause she had been focused on OnlyFans like one hundred percent. And I don't I feel like she must have shut down her Patreon because otherwise I would have seen her like advertise it on her Twitter like so many, like every other cosplayer does at certain points of the month. I think she did. <laughs> I'm not sure. She likes OnlyFans more because she can express herself more, which is fine because everybody does it yeah. differently. But uh, I've seen a lot of my fellow friends shut down their Patreons to focus solely on OnlyFans and they feel more happy with that but then i've seen my other friends like uh juliet michelle she still has her patreon and only fans oh my like, god i love juliet oh me too god. she's a sweetie pie that Ugh. girl is adorable i love her oh <laughs> love, yeah. love her love her love her love her i want it yeah no i want it so okay so all my listeners out there i mean I am so happy and grateful that Christy was able to join me today for like this OnlyFans episode. But my original idea was to get like a round table of like not just Christy, but like have other girls like, you know, like OMG cosplay and Bishojo Mom and possibly Peach Jars. Just a lot of cosplayers that are more into OnlyFans and just have like multiple girls talk about it. But I mean, schedules are schedules everyone's got their own thing going on so unfortunately that wasn't able to happen but i mean i know juliet reached out to me and said that she definitely wants to be on my show again for another episode so that's something in the works soon but uh yeah that was my original idea because her i mean i i subbed her only fans i think once before and oh my gosh whoo <laughs> Good God. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> oh god. There's so there's a lot of beautiful girls out there. They're very blessed to have met them. Yeah. The, I the community I feel like is quite smaller than 
uh, people say. <laughs> yeah. They think it's big, but it's quite small. You eventually bump into people eventually. It's yeah. Like a small circle. I haven't met Juliet yet. I think we almost did at Katsukon, but then I backed out because of my PAX East obligations, where I got awarded a media pass for my podcast. So that was a huge. I don't, I don't think she went. She didn't. She told me yeah, she New told Orleans. Me. Yeah, she told me she didn't go either. So, I mean, yay, I lucked out, I guess. I, I didn't go either. I, a lot of us dropped out. I don't know why. And, and it's so funny. Everybody had their own reasons why they dropped out. But I found it hilarious because everybody was like, I'm going to Katsuka. And then I was like, did you go? And then they'd be like, oh, I dropped out. <laughs> yeah, so I know that too. It's like, I, I yeah. I mean, I've been going for like five years straight, so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm tired of going to this event. That's pers my personal reason why I didn't go. I was really burnt out, and I was tired of doing the same cons every year. I felt like I was in a like a loop. In hindsight, right. if I knew Corona was gonna happen, I would win. Right. But yeah. I just I wanted to less lessen my cons and focus more on different events like i wanted to do coachella which also got pushed back i wanted to do a lot of bigger like type of different type of events i wanted to do influencer type of events because i wanted to start bringing myself as that more and like changing it up but uh, uh who would have thought that we'd be in this situation today <laughs> no one no and one I wanted, did i also want to do a lot more like studio sets because uh i really like how so many cosplayers will like book us like a studio set and they'll do like a theme based off of um based off of that set and i think that's super cool and i wanted to do a lot more set photos and do more collabs i want to fly to people and we yeah. shoot together so i want to do a lot of different things and <laughs> I still want to do a lot of different things, but I wanted to, you know, out with the old and with the new type of shit. Right. Right. Yeah, I think something new. It got I consider it very lucky that PAX East uh, happened when it did, because then right after that, the virus became an even much more bigger deal. And then every con got canceled into existence. And it was just like in the back of my head, like if PAX East was like a week or two later than when it was, it probably would have gotten canceled. So uh, it lucked out happening. Anime it... Expo is still going on, I think. Oh, really? They haven't canceled and Colossicon didn't cancel. I guess they're just like hoping that the coronavirus doesn't last, but I don't know at this rate. I, no one knows at this rate. No, no one knows. Yeah, uh, I mean, I couldn't do Katsukon and PAX East because it cost a lot of money, <laughs> and they were it was so they were so close together. Like Katsukon and PAX East were in the same month, so it's just like getting the media pass for PAX kind of solidified like which con I wanted to go to. So, and I don't regret it because going all four days for PAX East was a on fun like um my listeners can attest to that if you uh checked out my other episodes regarding that event but that was so much fun but 
I mean, I may not even go to New York Comic Con unless I get approved a professional badge or a media badge because of certain events going on in that time frame that I think have more priority over New York. Um, basically, I would have a wedding to go to that same weekend. And if I don't if I don't get a professional badge or a media badge, then I'm not going, period. Like, it's not worth it. Um, yeah, that's my situation. <laughs> um, I, both of them are way too overpriced. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, way too overpriced. One day I'll go to PAX East. A lot of people say that I'm afraid to go to PAX East, but that's not true. But I just, it just never worked out. And I try to go, my first PAX East experience was pretty traumatizing, so I haven't been since. Oh, I'm but sorry. I, every year I try to make an effort. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. I just don't date in the community for a reason. Right. I don't date in the community anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, what's that kind of thing? Okay. All right. Well, that's bad, end, bad breakup. End it there. Let's just say that. End it there. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, one day, one day I'll go to Pax East again and it will be a great experience and it won't. It won't be what it was the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So how about we switch gears a bit and talk about, um, and I've had the discussion a lot, um, mainly with a lot of um, POC cosplayers, um, because may maybe their experience is the same or similar, or maybe it's different, but um, as a person of color um how do you feel like about like how the cosplay community like treat like poc cosplayers or like have you felt like you being treated a certain way or like like not getting a lot of photo shoots in or like not being able to work with a lot of photographers or that kind of thing i i like my small circle of photographers i kind of like I, I could tell when there's a lot of people who don't have a portfolio where they don't, they're lacking in diversity on purpose. And I think that's really fucking whack. And oh, we're kind of like considered the black sheep of the community. We get a lot of racist backlash for no reason and called monkeys and stuff. It's ridiculous. And I've definitely been in the shit store that where I've almost quit multiple times in the, like back in 2017, 16. Um, it's really harder for black cosplayers to get their name out there, which is really sad because I feel like there's so many talented people and we kind of get pushed to the side for just a, a type of look or image. And a lot of people praise, like, focus mainly on Asian and white cosplayers, but black cosplayers, though, I'll hear stuff like we're appropriating and just some dumb shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yet people um can blackface and they consider that like I'll see people defending it and it's really deranged how um how double standard this community is because I feel like why are you judging a person dressing up for fun by the color of their skin? Like why why do you even care so much? They're literally like everybody else. Right. And it's not a problem if this girl does it, but it's a problem because 
this girl's darker and she's wearing a blonde wig. What's the big deal? Um, it's kind of absurd how much gatekeeping happens in this community. And, and it's usually people who never cosplay themselves who be mouthing off, which is ridiculous. Um, I want it to be a more safer space for Black cosplayers, but um, I feel like so many people still get harassed and that hasn't changed. Um, I I hope it will. We have a lot of people speak out about it, including myself. Um, yeah. But it seems to be a constant thing. It's kind of hard to control because these people kind of come out of nowhere and start harassing you. It's ridiculous. And it makes yeah. the person feel so down. We, you, we def- come and defend them, of course. But it just seems to be like ugly stain that doesn't change. It's yeah. pretty sick how it feels like black cosplayers have it way harder than anyone else. And there's not even that many of us that have like a huge following compared to so many others who who do, who grow so quickly. And it, it just kind of feels like we're stagnated. And I, there's barely even black cosplayers that are guests, which is super frustrating. Right. It doesn't make a lot of sense why we treat it differently than everybody else. Lack of diversity and all that. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just doing the same thing. We're doing the same thing. We're just like everybody else. Yeah. And I mean, like. The only difference is we're chocolate and beautiful. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Who doesn't like chocolate? I find it weird (laughs) when people say that. uh, I find it strange when people. Compliment people calling them chocolate all the time, though. Like, I I feel like it's it's okay when you, like, a black person says it for fun, but then you'll get, like, a lot of weird comparisons all the time, like, you're, you're chocolate, you're going to eat you, and it's like, okay, all right, it was funny the first <laughs> oh, time. Oh, my gosh. And now it's getting weird. <laughs> like, fetishizing a little bit. If they say it so often, yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. Or they'll call you the black version of a character. Why can't I just be the character? I have to be that's like it. the that's black stupid. version of this character. Oh, look at the black version. Like, of- oh, you're black Nezuko. Oh my god, it's a black Tifa. Like, who gives that? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have been called a black Tifa in my life. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm like, this so is stupid. dumb. Oh my gosh. Dumb. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's wild. This community is kind of crazy. How some things are so forgiven and other things aren't. And I just try to focus on the people who are there for me and the people who support me because I have so many people who don't. And it's just kind of like if you focus on the people who don't enough, it literally kills your process of You're wanting not to have create a lot of at fun. all. Nope. Absolutely. Yeah, just focus on the people that are uh, showing you support, giving you love, shouting out your work. I mean, I mean, I, I, I've said this a lot when I talk with other POC cosplayers on the show and just in person, but like I, I admit that like, you know, I would sometimes hop on the bandwagon of like, you know, promoting you girls in like the whole 28, 29, 27, how many of the freaking days there are in February of black cosplay like i try to i do that but then like i've been trying to make a more concerted effort in showing more black cosplayers throughout the month throughout the year but i mean it can be difficult when it's a matter of a lot of poc cosplayers 
don't have their photo taken as much. So it's like I can't find pictures to share and write about their outfits on my blog. So it can be a little bit difficult, but like, and I think I'm some... just following uh, pages that retweet and like write about that. Like, um, there's a lot of diversity pages. Oh yeah, um, black cosplay pages. That makes it easier to find people a little bit. Just yeah. to suggest. <laughs> No, 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 I, I do. I follow a um, Cosplayers of Color page on Instagram, and that's done a wonderful job in showing me more cosplayers that I didn't even know existed. And then, like, sharing their pictures and me falling in love with them and be like, oh, I want to, let me go gush about this person on my blog or this person or that person, yada, yada, yada. So, um. I got some of those on uh, Twitter, too. I have to link you to the, the page yeah. I follow. Can't remember yeah. the name right now. I don't know why. You could do it later. It's fine. <laughs> It'll pop up eventually. eventually. I've been trying to. I'm. I'm kind of hopping on and off on Twitter because Twitter is still wilding from the last drama scandal. So I need a break from that. This oh. is why I usually don't dip my toes in that stuff because it really drains your energy. It's it can. Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it can. Yeah, Instagram. It is really bad. can. Yeah. Yeah, it, they, I feel like it's everywhere. It's kind of internet. Like you just yeah. Can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I mean. I. I rarely see cosplayers use their Facebook pages anymore. I would like you want to avoid it, but you're like, oh, I really can't. Like this shit is. <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. Oh yeah, they, they just don't. They just don't. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. I don't know. Everybody is a little different with that. Um. Hmm. Anything else? They, you wanna... Wait, what? There's some people who are very active on there. I barely use Vine anymore. It's very hit or miss. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah. I got can you. Can you hear me? I got you. I don't know what that was. No, I can hear you. Can oh, you hear okay. me? Okay, I don't know what was going on. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. That was weird. That was weird. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Um... So you say you're playing Animal Crossing a lot now. Um, I am. Yeah, how's that going? <laughs> well, I'm trying to build my Barbie dream house, and then I'm going to have a big party and invite everybody over. I want to have a housewarming party, but I'm kind of like, it has to be perfect. My Barbie dream house isn't ready yet. <laughs> but it, it, I'm focusing my house first and then my town, because my town is going to probably take like 50 years to do. But, oh, like, yeah. my house has to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've just been focusing on some of my house, some of my town, trying to get the rating up so that, like, K.K. Slider can come and do this concert so that I can get terraforming and then really start to wreck shop and make my island the way I want it. But um, I just have uh, to pay off my basement. So... 
like I, I sunk in like 500k bells in turnip. So now it's fingers crossed. I could find someone that has the turnips being sold for at least 500 bells or more so that I can like easily make a million. That was you at once upon a time. Thank you for helping me, by the way. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I, I I'm now a two two millionaire, but I still half of that million is going to go to my house. So, right. Poopy scoop. <laughs> yeah. It's I, that Tom Nook. He's a, he's a crook. <laughs> yeah, no, like I didn't even buy a lot of turnips when that happened, when I was at. It was at, what was it, 500-something bells, I think? It was like, I never thought... Yeah, like, it was like 523 or something. It was high. It was yeah, yeah, no, high. no, it, it shocked me because, like, I would have never thought that, like, my freaking town would have that many bells or have that much for a term of being sold. So, like, I didn't even have enough of my own to sell, but I still made bank. And then, like... I mean, I don't know if you... Do you use time travel? I did one time. To help out one girl. You could uh, like you could have went back Sunday and then came back and sold it. I could have. But I mean, eh. It's the thrill of waiting, I guess. <laughs> it's just, That's okay. Like every Yeah. Everybody does it different. Yeah. So um I'm constantly backtracking my week, so I'm sorry. I'm a tired traveler. I know people hate me for it. I don't care, but I just want to, I want to make sure I don't miss out on my day-to-day just because I didn't want to be on Animal Crossing every single day of my life. I wanted to have a break, and if someone's going to ridicule me on my game that I paid for, that's them. Like, they didn't pay for my game, I paid for my game, so I'm going to play my game however I want to play my game. Amen. Amen to that. I don't judge people who Dude, like, I've met someone whose game is in June, and I'm not like, oh my gosh, can't believe you. It's like, they're going to do whatever they want. It's their game. Yeah. They pay for it. They money. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how people will be like, I can't believe you. You freaking time traveled. How dare you? That's cheating. Uh, back in my day. <laughs> Right, relax. Like it's not the end of the world. I know we are in quarantine and there's not a lot to fight over, <laughs> but don't make everything a battle. Yeah. Oh my god. Like Ugh. they're making everything a battle. It's insane. Not everything is a freaking race. No, it's not. And like I've talked with people that like have terraforming already, and like I'll tell them where I'm at and. They'll tell me, like, how you get terraforming, and then I'll be like, oh, okay, so I'm close. I'm not, like, terribly far behind. I'm close. So, uh, just a matter of time. Right, you're playing a story mode, right? Right. I think it's, oh, like... Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're, like... Um, what you say? No, no, I think it's, like... Everyone's saying, like, when you get, like, a three-star rating on your island or when or after KK comes, that's when you unlock terraforming. And I think I'm almost there. Like, I have a two-star rating on my island, and I've been planting a lot of flowers because Isabel telling me to do that. And I'm like, okay, flowers it is. Did you, have, did, did you do the campsite? The campsite's already there, yep. 
So oh, I'm cool. so you're and you already got like you already built another house too. Yes, I I like sold plots of land and like they've been being taken up. Although I'm trying to get rid of one villager because she's not that good good looking. <laughs> She actually came from another friend's uh, island because she kicked her out. And then I just saw her. And then I asked if it was from her because it was from her island. And she said, oh, yeah, I kicked her out. And I was like, oh, great. Thank you. Now I got to kick her out because I don't like how she looks. <laughs> she is weird. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. She's weird. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. But um <laughs> Oh, on that note, there's just I, I I don't want to end my game. I don't want my story to end. I'll cry, but I, I have to cuz I want that terraforming bad. Oh, me too. Me too. Give me that pathway. I'm sure they'll put in extra got to put in extra stuff because people have beaten the game 10 times over by now. Yeah, because some people were insane. Like, I know... Yeah, they're all... Yeah. It's, like, cool that you have a lot of free time to do that. I don't. I wish I did. There are some people... They gotta put in more content. Yeah, there's one person at least I see on Twitter that has already beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake. It came out two days ago. What the fuck are you doing with your life? They gotta, they gotta slow it down a little. <laughs> I mean, Otherwise, they're gonna be bored. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm like, I'm like half blasting through Persona Five, sort of, because like the second Final Fantasy VII arrives at my house, that's taking up all, all my priority. I'm gonna soak in every single moment, and like, I'm trying not to watch YouTube let's plays of it of certain streamers that are playing the game because it's like. What the hell am I doing? I'm getting spoiled left and right. Like, no. <laughs> is it true that Aerith is really not going to die? Because that kind of blew my mind when someone was like, she might not die. That was like, what? Oh, that would be insanely controversial. <laughs> what would they even do with her character if she uh, doesn't die? Well, I guess we'll find out when we get to that point. Just give me part one. Just let me have it already, oh, please. Man. Stupid mail system. Ugh. Well, on that note... Well, they, um... What? They said that Animal Crossing is going to add in some new content. So, let's hope for that. <laughs> yeah. Let's I hope heard... for that. Yeah. I heard that they don't have, um... My main boy, Blathers. No, not Blathers. Um, Brewster. The guy who runs the coffee shop. He's not in the game. Like, what? They said he, they might add him in the, the update. So I, I, hope, see. I hope so. I need my coffee. <laughs> that and red. I missed the art portion. I'm like, what the hell? Where is the art portion? Oh, yeah. Crazy red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like the dude, but I liked the art. <laughs> At least there'll be free updates. Right, I ain't trying to pay for DLC. That's ridiculous. I just paid for this game. Are you kidding me? For Animal Crossing? Yeah, no, I would get... Yeah. That'd be weird. 
Well, on that note, that's money the... hungry Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we become an Animal Crossing podcast, uh, unless you have anything else you want to talk about or add, uh, this may be a good spot to end it. I mean, we did talk about OnlyFans and Patreon. They they both got their cons. They both got their pros. OnlyFans is better for for more um, not as restrictive, and you can kind of be open minded to what you're posting. Eventually, yeah. I'm sure there'll be another platform to trump them both, and everybody's yeah. gonna be on there hopping the bandwagon as well, because that's just how it is. Yeah, I, like when I first saw a lot of people jumping on OnlyFans, I thought like, oh, is this gonna like, quote unquote, like kill Patreon as a cosplayer funded like platform? I mean, it hasn't. I mean, like we mentioned before, some cosplayers have shut down their Patreons and like focused more on OnlyFans because of how uh, freeing it can be. But um, that's certainly not the case yet because um, some girls do do both. Prop to them that can do that. That's a lot of work. Like I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I had a lot. I have a lot of respect for you girls in how you managed to do all this because that's insane. Mad props. <laughs> it might come a time where everybody's just going to be on OnlyFans. The only problem is at first, I'll admit, like Patreon support was trash. It still is. I definitely don't like their support. But OnlyFans was, like, no better at first. I couldn't get into my account. Or they would, like, not send... I wouldn't be able to get my money. And they would, the, the support group would constantly, like, not give me any help. And I would constantly email them. I was literally on their ass all the time. And they would just ignore my... They would ignore my emails. I would constantly, like, tweet at them and stuff. And just, like, I would, like, basically... I was just spam them, and it was getting so frustrating. I'm like, this port is trash, too. But it finally came to a point where they became, I guess, so many people were complaining. They're, like, way better now. Every time I have a problem, they're on it, like, within a couple hours. So I'm glad That's they good. stepped their support system up because I was getting real pissed off. I was like, wow, they're just as bad. Oh, that's but good. That's I'm really good. they actually took into consideration like their customer service and they definitely approve so i i'm very happy that um only has gotten better with their customer support good good all right well i think this is a good place to end it on um chrissy if people want to follow your cosplay and your work where would they go where should they go they should go Wait, my work as in like my sexy work or like as in like just look at my tweets and my personality. Yeah, yeah. Plug in everything. Okay, well they can find me on twitter.com slash Chrissy Victory. On Instagram, I'm Chrissy Victory with an extra Y because someone took Chrissy Victory and she's never logged in. So oh. I am an extra Y. <laughs> <laughs> And it's K R I S S Y V I C T O R Y. And um, my if you want to see sexy content, onlyfans.com slash Chrissy Victory. If you want to see like photo sets and photo shoots I've done, 
that is on, and I you have access to my Snapchat as well on patreon.com slash Chrissy Victory. You can also tip for that on OnlyFans if you want. And I have a website where I sell Snapchats and past sets on ChrissyVictory.com. So there is plenty of me to go around on all these links. <laughs> all right. And uh, you guys know where to find me. Uh, if you've listened to the full show before, you've seen or heard my new ending clips and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Chrissy, for joining me on this episode. She's a total sweetheart. You guys should definitely check out her work. It's so gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Thank you for having me. Sorry it took so long. Yeah, no, seriously, guys. We've been trying to do this for, like, I want to say since, like, March. And it's just, like, it would never happen. Like, she wouldn't get back. Something would like, always happen. Yes, or always happen. <laughs> yeah, or you get sick. Or, like, you're available. But then, like, you took so long to respond, and then, like, at that point, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. So, <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know I love you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. I know you're kidding. You made me yeah. a millionaire. Of course I know you're kidding. <laughs> I made you a millionaire. Respect that. Funny. Do you know if on my celebrity stupid, like, like those weird celebrity pages where their bio, they say I'm worth one to five million dollars? That's hilarious because I definitely don't have five billion dollars in my account. <laughs> That's oh my funny. God. That's uh, so funny. I was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely worth five billion. You're tripping." Where'd you get that number? Ugh. Exactly. I was wondering where they pulled that out of their booties from. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pull that out of their butt. More episodes are coming this month. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm going to end it like that. Uh, I, I would okay. love to come back again sometime. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And we could talk about something else. Hopefully, hopefully, like maybe the next time you come on, um, it'll be about a con you went to. If cons happen this year, I hope. Right. <laughs> Fingers crossed for that one. If not, it'll be about uh, working with probably like Minda or Juliet. Those are my babies. Oh I'll my gosh! Yes, yes. Epi- an episode on collaborating with cosplayers and other creators. Oh, that's a great idea. Let me add that after. Uh, okay, we're rambling. You're welcome. Next- Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review and feedback. You can also support the show through anchored listener support or on my Patreon, Patreon.com/LightningPalace. For more cosplay news and coverage, visit the Lightning Palace on Blogspot and follow Lightning Palace on Twitter and Instagram. See you all next time.